Hawkeye is clearly the best of that team. Uh, I'm just going to ignore and stupid comments like that. Nothing has happened since you recorded last time. Nope. Not one thing. <sighs> Holy crap. Hmm. So, good show. Uh, I'll talk we... to you next time. Until <laughs> 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 next week. Until next, uh, yeah, week, sure. Yeah, it feels like That's episode it. 89 will be kind of a letdown. Yeah, I mean, we just don't have that much on the... Wait a second, yes, we do. Uh... We had a discussion on Twitter, and you yeah. said you wanted to save it for the podcast because it, mm-hmm. it was comedy gold. I, I did say that. Now, I'm sort of regretting it now. <laughs> Don't feel like it's as funny right now? Uh, there's no way it's as funny. <laughs> well, we were discussing the merits of a picture you sent me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, It was a picture of a stormtrooper mm-hmm. making... A gesture or a pose atop a wampa mm-hmm. uh, ice monster, ice monster, ice creature, ice monster. Uh-huh. What's the, yes. I don't know what the preferred nomenclature is. <laughs> I actually don't know what the preferred nomenclature is either. <laughs> um, uh, Stuff. I guess just the the pelt, right? The like a like a wampa rug. Yeah, it's as if uh, like a, like a bearskin rug, but it's a wampa skin rug. Yeah, like an Adams family. Yeah, with yeah. the head and everything. Yeah. Uh, so and the stormtrooper is stroking it as if it were still alive and it was his pet, <laughs> my precious. Uh, so I took, I took some offense to this just because yes, I, I felt like it was like very anti-canon. Yeah. You, you felt like this was violently anti-canonical. I just, I just felt like what one would a stormtrooper even know what a wampa ice creature was um, given that he was only going to Hoth for business, um, <laughs> and two, uh, mm-hmm. upon even if even if you believe part one to be true for in whatever crazy world you live in, uh-huh. uh, how would one go hunting a wampa ice creature or ice monster in the attire and survive that the stormtrooper is clearly portraying in said picture? Uh, I, I, I feel it is canonical to say that he would not make it past the first marker. Uh, I think you're probably right. However, uh, I have some I have some uh, counter arguments. Okay. <clears throat> um, argument the first is it, you you have you have a problem with the Wampa. My problem is with the Stormtrooper. Wow. Well, my problem is the is the known existence is is putting those two together in the same universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. in the same scene, even I know they're part of the same universe, but really, right. do they are they aware of each other? That's, well, that's my... see. My issue with the stormtrooper is, um, is he's clearly not a snowtrooper. Correct. See, he's, but... he's clearly a, like a regular old Death Star. Let, Death... Can we let the record show that you have an issue with your own picture that you sent to me? Just I do. Just, I do. Let's just put that. Let's just put that on Front Street. Okay. Um, now there's another possibility here is that he bought this rug on the black market. Okay. And that this is his, this is his, his, his quarters on the Death Star and, um, Death Star 2, obviously. And, um, 
and, and it's decorating his his room, but but he didn't kill it. He mm. bought it on the black market. Well, no, I think I think you had something before when you said uh, that he, you know, we went to Hoth. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a, it was a business trip. It was a work trip. Right. Uh, they took care of business. Right. right. Mm-hmm. They they blew up the rebel base. Yes. Discovered the rebel base. Blew up the rebel base. Um, and maybe he, and so it got me thinking, you know, maybe he just decided to extend his trip. You know, he's it's like, entirely possible. he's like, you know what? I'm all the way. I'm stuck. I'm stuck on, uh, the death star or like the death star, the second in under, under major constructions It's probably like very much like a bare bones operation. Doesn't even have like working toilets and anything by, yeah. you know, it's a bunch of those blue porter potties by episode five. Holes. I mean, it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's in pretty bad shape by episode six. Like who knows what it's like in episode five. God only so knows. he's like, you know what? I have a chance to be anywhere but this place and i'm pretty um, sure it was not fully armed and operational yeah so he's like i'm on hoth i'm all the way out here the empire paid for me to travel all the way out here uh, i'm gonna extend my business trip a few days and that was take- the recruitment slogan it was see the <laughs> see the galaxy yeah see the galaxy so <laughs> so he, rebels. He, he extends his trip and he, he goes on a, a wampa ice monster safari so your problem isn't that he would have done this your problem is that he would not have survived the cold correct Okay, well, I think in his in his in the in the orientation we see him now, uh-huh. obviously not a snowtrooper. You are correct. Obviously. He would have died before the first marker. Okay, and he would have to see that wampa in hell. Mm. Very true. So, so, so I, there's a lot of problems there, but I see your point. I see where uh, this trooper could have. You know, it was a it was a, a little vacation, a little mm-hmm. a little interlude, a little. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I did my job for. For the Empire, and I'm going to celebrate, and I'm going to do some hunting. Get a little R&R before yeah. you get deployed somewhere else. So so maybe he brought a snowtrooper attire or borrowed or borrowed his buddies. Because yeah, like, his buddies didn't need it because his buddy was leaving Hoth. So he's like, oh, you can take mine. I'm going back to the fucked up like porta potty Death Star. See, you've created a story around this that seems entirely plausible to me. <laughs> Like, like this could be an episode of Star Wars Rebels, right? I think it should be either Star Wars Rebels or a standalone film in the mm. new Star Wars universe. I like it. It could be a Stormtrooper hunting wampas. Yeah, and you could cast Carl Papa. Carl Papa would be great in it. <laughs> I heard he's actively trying to get a role in Star Wars. Oh, God. He auditioned for Han Solo. Oh, God. Can you imagine? No, and I don't want to ever oh, in any world God. imagine that. So... Uh, if you would like to weigh in on the Wampa Stormtrooper debate, uh, Nicholas will uh, resend that that, resend the picture out and put it yeah. in the show notes. It will be in the show notes. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So. There you go. Uh, you have a follow-up. I do have a follow-up, a really nice, quick follow-up. Uh, a friend of the show, Monument Valley for iOS, is uh, we've talked about it a million times and how much we love it. Um, uh, also, you know who else loves it is um, – God, it's been so long since I've seen that show. President. Oh, yes. President Kevin Spacey. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Frank Underwood. There we go. President Underwood loves Monument Valley. Please excuse the ice in my Coke Zero. Um, uh, Monument Valley, uh, much, much loved by both of us and by Frank Underwood, is free before Christmas. Uh, They haven't put a timeline on how long it's going to be free. But if you haven't bought it, if you haven't paid all the money that we have, it is free, so go get it. And wow, uh, I will put a link in the show notes to the story and a link to the uh, the old 
uh, iOS store. <laughs> well, there Sorry, you go. I just saw something that was funny. It has nothing <laughs> to do with the podcast. Um, so it's uh, it's free. Monument Value is free for a limited time. So go get it because it's really, really good. And if you haven't played it in a while, download it again and replay it because it is really good. Excellent. My kid loves it. So nope. kids, kids love it too. So get it free for your kids. Nothing better than free. Nothing better than free. There's not one single thing better than free. Uh, so let's talk about Amazon. Yes, let's do it. We have a couple of Amazon things. Definitely oh not. God. Definitely not free when you're talking about Amazon. No, certainly not free. The opposite um, of free. Like now, I'm going to do my best to not talk about the Enon traffic problems while we talk about <laughs> Amazon. I'm going to do my best. Did you get Did you get some bad feedback on that discussion? Uh, I'll get tons of feedback. Uh, the uh, The Earcom Pod Reddit page was all up in arms. Uh, did you do an Did you do an AMA about? I did that? an AMA about <laughs> traffic in Enon. I live in Enon. AMA. Wow. <laughs> I would love to see the threads on that. I live in Enon and never leave my house. AMA. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tune into this one. <laughs> this one's really good. If I, if I don't, if I don't go to any other Reddit, if I don't see any other Reddit thread, then yeah. The, the great the thing about it is, just like when President Obama does one, I just talk and somebody's writing, typing down my words. That's the best part. There you go. So Amazon put out a video with uh, Jeremy Clarkson. You know who Jeremy Clarkson. Are you familiar with Jeremy Clarkson? Name familiar. Where would I be uh, familiar with Jeremy Clarkson? He is a British fellow. Kelly, Kelly Clarkson's husband? No, not not even a little bit close to that. Okay. Uh, he is a British guy who is the former host of Top Gear on BBC, mm. one of three former hosts. And uh, he was I, do, I fired. do not know. I do not know. Yeah, he was fired for punching a guy. For being British? He was fired for being British from a BBC show. <laughs> and they just said, no more British people. Bollocks! Tired of this. It's, everybody's British in this place. This, this is crazy. No, he got fired, and his co-hosts and he are starting up a new version of Top Gear on Amazon, and they did a cool little promo for that starring him. But then, wait, so Amazon, he, punched, he punched a guy? Yeah, he punched a guy. I don't, I don't really on know the show. No, like behind the scenes, like oh. a craft services guy or producer or somebody craft just services walloped him in the face. Wow, the guy probably deserved it. I don't know. I wasn't there. Wanker. Who am I to judge? Exactly. Having never walloped anyone in the face, I'm not really one to judge. <laughs> um, but he's in a new video. Amazon Amazon put out uh, advertising their new drone prototype, and this thing's crazy. It's uh, it's kind of like you know the Osprey that that marine plane that takes off vertically and then flies horizontally, like, yes. like takes off like a helicopter. And it's kind of like, like, well, like that. that, like the Harrier jets. Yeah, kind of. It takes off vertically and then it goes forward and flies horizontally until it gets to your house and then it stops and like comes down like a <laughs> helicopter. So it's really cool. It dropped and st- the first um, prototype that we saw like dropped a bin and like you like got your stuff out of the bin and then like there was kind of some question of how does the bin get back to Amazon? This one doesn't do that. This one has a limit of five pounds and it, it, the, box is loaded into like the fuselage of it and then it comes down and opens a door the box drops out and then it takes off and goes away again so there's no nothing to return to amazon and i see a lot of problems with this there's a lot of problems with it but it is cool because like they've got like a little little landing pad thing that you stick out in your yard where you want it to land so you know where it's going to land so you can like tell your your blind children to stay away from the (laughs) the blades oh Um, my god yeah yeah or blind dog yeah, exactly. Like, oh, fuck I'm my so dog. leaving I'll my dog out my there. Dog up. That would fuck my dog up. The first time 
the first time it's coming, I'm leaving the dog out there. Wow. There's no way I'm Seriously? letting her. Not too she'll soon. love it. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I just lost the dog. Too soon. I'm sorry. Not to a drone you didn't. <laughs> no, not to a drone to cancer. But so it, it looks really cool. Uh, and there, I don't know if it's going to come to Enon or not, but it seems like a prime place for it because we're right oh, across the street. Oh, see? You bastard. You, so. put in the, you put in the uh, in the notes coming to Enon. I really was hoping there was an actual reference to Enon in the article. No, sorry. I wish there was. We've decided awesome. we've decided to pilot this at our and uber Enon. popular distribution center, particularly because of the uh, obscene traffic patterns that we've <laughs> we've exhibited lately. And as our was dis- can't even get out of there, as was previously discussed on Irrational Confidence podcast and the the aforementioned Reddit AMA. Yes, exactly. And so they decided to pilot this program in Enon. Just basically flying back and forth. I, I've got plenty of packages there. <laughs> so just flying back and forth from the warehouse to my house. I wonder if they I'm, – I'm sure like each of their distribution centers has like a list of like their VIPs. Like I'm who, sure they do. Who owns the, the most stuff? I mean I, I was reading some of that uh, on the – when it was talking about the Prime Now. We were, I think we – did we talk about that in the last episode or did I just read about that? Where um, it was like one hour shipping. I think you tweeted something about I think, it. I yeah, reading. I think you're right. Uh, where they would literally, you'd have on some items like one hour shipping. It's just depending crazy. on how close you were. So I think some people were talking. I think it was a Richmond article, right? Where it was talking about some guys like downtown Richmond that like ordered like toner or something, some <laughs> shit like that. And they would, he ordered it and he got it like in an hour and he gave the, he would give the delivery driver a tip or something. Um so uh, I just uh, I thought that was interesting um, that, yeah. you know, maybe maybe it may be coming to Enon very soon. I'm certainly hoping so. So I wanted to talk about that. And we just did that. So <laughs> tell me about Amazon Dash. Yeah. So have you <coughs> seen anything about this? I only thing I saw was the Amazon page on it. And okay. it's like a thing you can scan stuff in your house. No, 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 no. OK, so. And I included this on there just because you had already had an Amazon discussion. I just thought this was really interesting. Uh, it's still in its kind of infancy, so there isn't a wealth of products. It's a lot of the brand name stuff. But what you can do, so let's say, for example, um, you use a lot of, uh, I don't know, like uh, KY Jelly. Okay? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. So you can buy a Amazon Dash button for KY Jelly. Oh, this is just those buttons? Yeah, and then you can. Oh, put, I don't care about that. And then you put the, and then you, and then you put the button. You know what the button does now? The and button you, orders you more at KY yeah, Jelly. Yeah, so you put the button like at next to your bed, like at your nightstand, and then like when you open the drawer and like you're running low on KY, you mm-hmm. just press the button and then it'll order you more KY. Okay. Now you're not excited about this. No. Never run. Never. You'll never run out of KY. I mean, if you buy a big enough jar of KY. <laughs> but you'll always get to the point where you're almost out. Do you want to go out to the store no, to get more? I do okay. not. But here's here's how I solve this problem. I okay. buy two jars of KY. <laughs> okay. You always and double when, up. When the first one runs okay. out, then you buy another one. Oh, okay. So you, you take a proactive rather than reactive approach. Yes. I never let myself drop below one jar of KY. <laughs> and let me see. Hold on. I'm going to look something up. Talk to the talk to the audience. Okay, so literally, you can do this for a multitude of products: Glad Wrapped, Vitamin Smart Water. Uh, I think they had I don't know. I mean, any any one of those name brand products that you can think of, you can go and you can put it anywhere. Like you know, so if you got under your sink and you got you're running out of trash cans, you can press the button for Glad, 
and it'll order you more of those. Um, and the only reason I say this now is we're running a special where you pay $4.99 um, for the dash button, and then you get $4.99 credit toward that the first product you order from it. That makes so, sense. So you pretty much get the button for free. Okay. The, the oh oh well, here you go. This is a family show though, so maybe I shouldn't talk about this. Okay. Uh, the clean stream water based <laughs> anal lube eight ounce jar. <laughs> is this is, is it does it also come up on Amazon purchased on for Nicholas Ford? Does it? Does no, it, it does not. Oh. This is not something that I have purchased before. Oh. Um. It's seven ninety six. Okay. You save four dollars and four cents, and it is Prime, and you you can get it if you if you order within the next sixty one hours <laughs> and choose one day shipping, you can get it on Monday. Oh, okay. Arrives before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, <coughs> you can. It is the season for lubricated a holes. Uh, just just so you know, it is paraben free and glycerin free. So <laughs> that's good. Is it yeah, is it BPA free? Can I? Uh, well, it's not a plastic. Well, I guess it is a plastic. Can I microwave jar, it just in case I like my my mind heated a little bit before it's, entry? It's water based, so you're gonna want to be careful doing that. Okay. <laughs> it's really gonna absorb those. Uh, those oh my high, god! Oh this, my. I have gone down a rabbit hole. I need to close this tab. Closed. Um, yeah, those radio waves will absorb right oh, into your butthole. God. There was some disturbing stuff on there. I don't care how discreet the package is. I don't want that coming to my house. Um, So so what's your solution? My solution is Is not to buy anal lube. (laughs) (laughs) A, not to buy it. B, and more important, not to need it. So do you you not see any potential situation where you would use this? Like what? Like Coke Zero. I I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Ramen. But see, this thing, this thing, it looks different. This thing I found sounds different. Uh This thing is, it's using like the Dash platform, but it's like a little scanner thingy. Oh. And you can scan stuff and talk to it. So this looks interesting, but it's Uh still. That's different. See, what I was talking about is if you literally search Amazon Dash, you have to, you buy a button. You have the Dash buttons. Yeah, you buy a button for each product. So it actually has the name brand of the product, like, like Smartwater. And, and yeah, and then you can go and you can set, I guess, preferences in there. So like if you what kind of tie you yeah, want or, or what kind of, you know, what size you want, and then that'll order that every time. So it's like a subscription service. Um, but you choose when you get it. You choose when you get it. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So they got tied. They got bounty. It's really. Yeah. So it's it's your it's your essential stuff that you're continually using. And if, you fi- and if you're right, if you find you're using one thing, a ooh, lot of. Ooh, 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 I found one that I actually could use. What's that? Kraft macaroni and cheese. There you go. Yep. You know, Beatrix, you know, goes to grab the last box and you you hit you said, "Girl, you get back in that pantry and you hit that button when you, you take the last touch box." That button. That's right. Uh, how about digestive advantage daily probiotics? Exactly. You do not want a day without your probiotic. And right above that is the depend. Take it, take it from dash. the guy, take it from the guy with the stomach issues. I was gonna say they got Huggies and Depends on here, so you're, you're, be, co- you're covered as a baby. You're covered as an old man. Yep. So there you go. Check out Amazon Dash if you're so inclined. I don't know much about this other Dash thing where you scan, but that looks really interesting too. So, yeah, But okay. you know what? I'm going to put them both in the show notes because I'm a nice guy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Everyone's, everyone says that about you. Yep. Whether your, they believe it or not. To your face. <laughs> uh, next. What's next? 
Next is baseball. Welcome baseball. back. Welcome back, baseball. Hey, I missed you, baseball. How are you doing, baseball? You look so different. So I, I've got some baseball stuff. Baseball's grown up, and we're gonna we're gonna run through the baseball stuff pretty quick. Baseball, baseball won the lottery. Baseball won the lottery. They got baseball got a lot of money, and by baseball I mean the Red Sox. <laughs> they spend a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so we've got a couple of Red Sox things. First thing, uh, David Ortiz is going to be retiring at the end of next year. Wah, wah. Do we have, going... we have our drops? We don't have no, our drops. you know why? I thought you had a workaround. Like you, yeah, did, a re- I do, you did a reach I around with I don't know KY. where my iPad is. So. Wow. Wow. So. Way to, way to hustle. The, great, the cable to hook it into the mixers here, but. Great job. Excellent. No iPad. Excellent. So. Awesome. Stellar. Stellar professionalism, as always, Ear Pod Studios. I could shout the sound effect into the cable. <sighs> You're fine. Um, I did it already, and then I asked you, so that's it was true. done. That's true. Done and done. So um, David Ortiz is going to retire. Well, he is like 40, right? 41. He is 40 years old, yes. Yeah, and okay. um, he announced his retirement through a video on the uh, the Players' Tribune. We need him to retire so that we can put Hanley as DH because, dear God, he can't do anything else. Oh, he's going to be a marquee first baseman. First oh Playing first base is easy. Oh, my God. It's incredibly easy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, <laughs> clearly. I saw that movie. Wow. Um, yeah, Hanley is Hanley's going to be at first base this year. And long term for him, either he is hopefully traded <laughs> or, or secondarily put at DH. But I've been hearing from Pete Abraham that Hanley has been working out and that he's, like, ripped. I think he's going to go to the Nats, and you'll never be able to get rid of him. No, no. He's just going to no. jump from one team no, to the no, next for you. No, no. Send him to the Mets. Wow. Um, so David Ortiz is retiring, and would you like to know some of his career Is he going to have another – is he going to have, like, a Jeter year? Like, I, I'm really not wanting He this. said he did not want that. Okay, because that was kind of annoying. By like, He's, he said May. he did not want a uh, like retirement tour. That's not yeah. what he wants. It's, it's so, forty-year-old David Ortiz, he has so as of right now a career two eighty-four average, twenty-three hundred and three hits, sixteen hundred and forty-one RBI, which also includes five hundred and three home runs. He is a nine-time All Star. He was the ALCS MVP in two thousand four. And the World Series MVP in 2013. Yeah, I'd be interested to see, like, to split those stats out to see how much of it was when he was, like, with the Twins and how much of it was when he was with the Red Sox. Yeah, the vast majority were with the Red Sox, but there was enough. I think he was with the Twins for, was it six years, seven years? I don't remember. I can't remember. I don't listen to hip-hop. I don't listen to hip-hop. I've never been to uh, Minneapolis. Um, so he's retiring. Um, Mall of America, man, you should go. A lot of people, you'd love. I, it. I mean, I mean, I w- I wouldn't mind going. I'm not against the idea. I think you would. Be also, a uh, friend of the show, uh, Jared Shank. Oh yeah, is, is he a friend of the show? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I about guess that. we'll find out. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> Has he ever heard of the show? No yeah. idea. Um, 
So uh, they also signed uh, what's his face Young. What's his first name? Chris. Chris Young. <laughs> yes. Very uh, dif- very difficult to remember. I, th- that. I thought it was very telling when I tweeted it to you, and you were like, "Who?" <laughs> I said, "That's exactly what I said." Just just so we need another outfielder. That's that's awesome. We we signed a, so, a number four outfielder from the Yankees to get a number four outfielder for us. Right. So now we have Young, mm-hmm. Hanley, Han- But well, you said Hanley's going to infield. Hanley's going to first. Okay, so we've got Mookie, Young, Mookie, JBJ, yes, and uh, uh, Castillo. Oh, Rusney. Yeah, he's still around. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, they want to get their money's worth. Mm. They spent a lot of money to get him out of Cuba. That's they're, on the, they're on. They're on the. <laughs> but Dodgers I thought that plane. was just that. I thought they wrote that off because that was like that's like uh, on their taxes because that was goodwill or something. You know, they were I think, like. I think it was still illegal at the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, the Dodgers bought two new Cubans recently, wow. which I know you're super excited about. Yeah, um, well, so they I heard, sung, I heard huh? that um, Puig needed buddies. Puig, yeah, yeah, yeah. He needed some friends to yeah. play Grand Theft Auto with. That's exactly right. He he was looking for somebody to jack you with. Wow. Um, so uh, they also signed uh, David Price, which is a big deal. Yeah, uh, let's from, talk about this. Yeah, this is a, this is a big deal. I. Don't don't have written down what the terms were, but it was some ungodly amount of money. Seven years, two hundred and seventeen million. There you go. That's a lot of money. Uh, for I mean, a, pitcher, a great pitcher, but for a thirty-year-old pitcher, that's like that's, a, that's like a rod money. That's what they do, man. That's like Robinson Cano money. That's like CC Sabathia money. I don't know, man. That's that's just a lot of money for a guy over thirty. I mean, I know it's like it's that whole. You got to have an ace, right? And yes. they totally fucked themselves with the Lester thing because they, I mean, you could have Lester for probably a hundred million less, 75 million less, maybe not a yeah. hundred million, maybe 75, 80 million less. If they had negotiated with him at the beginning of that season, they could have had him for a steal compared to this. Just underscores like how fucked up Charrington was after. I don't know if he was on like, he was just like perennially high after the. 2013 win because they just really weren't supposed to win that year. He got some really really good weed in that offseason. Yeah, and he just was like, "Yeah, okay, let's let's take we'll we'll give all that money to to Sandoval who's overweight and, oh. and oh yeah, we'll uh not pick up Lester who wants to retire Red Sox and is a great clubhouse guy and beat cancer and everyone loves him. Uh, and we'll pay whatever ungodly amount to Hanley. It's okay that he, you know, everyone in, in LA thinks he's crazy and a head case and good luck. Uh, we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah. It's disappointing. What, what's the worst that could happen? The worst that could happen is what's happened over the past few years. Yeah. So I get, <clears throat> I get this guy Dombrowski, uh, you know, he has history with price, right? From Detroit. He does. And he sees a lot of value in him. And his thing is we need to start winning right now. Yeah, and Price is the number one overall pick. He's a Cy Young winner, right? He's a proven commodity in the playoffs. Um, he's yeah. an ace. He's a, he's, he's a good pitcher. He's a good pitcher. It's a lot of money, and he's starting to get a little old, but he's a good pitcher. Um, David Ortiz has a bit of a history with him. <laughs> yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, In 2008, right? I, I think so. I can't remember exactly. And he, he basically said that next time Price throws at him, he better bring boxing gloves. And uh, so this this week it came out that the, uh, the Red Sox front office called David Ortiz before they signed him. And they were like, hey, is you going to be all right with this? And he was like, 
yeah, it's fine. We need to win. And he's like, like, fine, I'm leaving. He's like, I'm gone after this year. Yeah, well, that's probably part of it, too. And uh, he was like, he's like, it's fine. Don't care. It's fine. We got to win. We're teammates now. All right, cool. There you go. Well, good. Uh, That's a shit ton of money, but it's not my money. So, all right. I'm excited about baseball now. All right. Want to talk about the Dodgers? No, you don't. No. Want to talk about the Nationals? No, you don't. No. I want to talk about Battlefront. I want to talk about Battlefront, too. What are you talking about, Battlefront? What is this Battlefront you speak of? New Star Wars game on the video consoles that we So I can play this on my Atari 2600? Yes. Okay. Play it on PlayStation 4. You can play it on Xbox One. I believe you can play it on PC as well. Can I play it on my Nintendo Entertainment System? No, you cannot. And you know what? I can would I play love it on my Amiga. No, and I still I need to figure out how I can. I have my Nintendo Entertainment System, and I can't figure. I'm having issues trying to figure out how I can still play it on my new television. You don't have any like optic or um, analog inputs. Uh, not on my receiver. I don't think. Ah. And I don't have oh, access. Yeah, I don't have any on my receiver either. I don't have access to the back of the television. I bet you can get some sort of converter or something. Mm. I don't know. Probably gonna look like garbage. I heard though. because I the, I read that with the uh, the receivers won't do pass through with the signal. Like mm. they won't they won't convert that signal because it's so ancient. <laughs> what you need is you need an RF converter. Mm-hmm. And you and you need the antenna port. Is there an no. antenna port? No, no, there isn't. No. It's so old. It's like the new technology won't even support it. You could get one of those new. Uh, uh, I saw it on Cool Material or something where they there's a company in Europe making brand new Nintendos, and it's like the NES N64 all together, mm-hmm. Super Nintendo N64 all together. But I have those. I have a Nintendo. I have a, I have a right. N64. But it's all in one, and it's like five hundred bucks. I know, but I already have them. Not in HD. Oh, God. <laughs> but I have them. I know you do. I have a Nintendo 64. I have an original Nintendo, and I have a Sega Genesis. What you have to do is you have I to can't buy... can't use them. You have to buy a period correct television. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I guess like I could a play console upstairs. TV. Yeah, where you still just... I could just hook into the coax. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or the RF converter. <laughs> I wonder if there was a way to, like... A coax or an RF connector to some kind of like HDMI in to where I could plug it into the MacBook. Ooh, like that would be why, fun. why? How how complicated is that? Like that uh, can't be that complicated. Sounds extraordinarily complicated. No, actually, I'm not an electrical engineer, so I don't. If know. I can plug my camera into a connector for the an HDMI port, why can't I plug a 30 year old Nintendo system? I th- I think the key word there is 30 year old. <laughs> Yeah, but you should be able to have a, a. I mean, even if it's like, so you have your AV connectors, right? You're can't preaching you like, to the choir, bro. I, can't I you think do you like AV too, to but... HDMI? Like, people, get stop fucking playing Battlefront and come up with these ideas. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Star Wars Battlefront is Star a very Wars cool. Battle. It's a very cool game. Yes. Uh, it's set in the world of Star Wars. The visuals are absolutely stunning, and it's really just a multiplayer game where you're playing different maps, uh, different modes mm-hmm. uh, against other. Well, other I mean, they do have the the co op and the and true, the true. mission ones, but they're but not it's not like a single fun. player campaign like Uncharted no. or Mad Max. You're or, basically in single player. You're playing dumbed down versions of right. the multiplayer stuff. But it's taken a lot of flack, has it? Because of its lack of content, because of the oh. fact that it's pretty much just 
it's it's the same thing over and over again, right? So you're, because it's not a campaign that you're playing all the way through and getting hours and hours of content, the hours and hours of content you have are really just like that mission again, that mission again, that mission yeah. again, that mission again. So there, people were getting up in arms about the fact that you're paying sixty bucks at the onset just to have access, or seventy for some people who bought an, a deluxe version. That might be me. Uh, just to have access to the game and the universe. Uh-huh. And then to get X. Now there are released. They released one extra map, and I think they're going to release one, at least one more. But to get the season pass, which they are prominently advertising from the launch of the game, it's another fifty dollars to yeah. get the other four expansions, which are going to give you, I guess, more characters, uh, more maps. Because in in these modes, in addition to playing just like regular infantry grunts in, on the rebel or imperial side, you have an opportunity to. Uh, play as heroes or villains as the mm-hmm. em- right and at launch it was the emperor darth vader and boba fett mm-hmm. uh for the imperials and uh princess leia han solo and luke skywalker for the rebels right so these new expansion packs will add other characters like yoda and chewbacca and whoever they jar jar hopefully lando um, jar 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 um, um c3po yeah. wado wado lobot jabba Jabba. You can see him Salacious like crumb. slothing across the <laughs> battlefield. Like leaving a trail of slime. <laughs> maybe that's one of his powers. Maybe think, it's like I think maybe, Boosh should be one of the heroes. Maybe it's like sticky slime where the, the bad guys, people you're fighting against can't move once they're Yeah, that's a star card. You gotta use a star card for that. Wow. So like, can I play as Boosh? Who's that? Boosh is the bounty hunter that Princess Leia was dressed up as. Mm. And he's like, ah, 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 ah. yeah, because he's holding a thermal detonator, and well, his, his his he would obviously carry thermal detonators. Obviously, obviously. Uh, so I enjoy the game. <clears throat> I enjoy the universe. I think for me, it's like the sixty bucks is price of admission for you know, entering into the Star Wars kind of universe. Yeah. Um, I think it's fun. I think it's a good time. I'll, I like personally. Uh, just where I'm at in my life, the jump in and jump out mentality is very nice yes. and conducive oh God, yes. to playing for 30 to 45 minutes one time or for two or three hours if I so choose. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I like it. I, I think it's a good game. Um, I'm okay with saying, hey, whatever, I'm going to pay for the game up front and then uh, I'll get the expansion pack because I want to stay in that universe and keep playing. So Yes. I My thoughts are, one, is I'm glad they didn't spend a whole lot of time on a campaign Time and effort on a campaign that most people are just going to play through and then want to play the multiplayer stuff anyway. I'd rather them get the multiplayer stuff right since that's what most people are going to want to do. And it seems to me like they put all their effort into making that good and right, and they've done a very good job. And I've noticed a couple of issues here and there, like a couple of little glitchy things, but nothing serious, and, and it goes away pretty quick. The only problem I've ever noticed is a couple of times my connection was slow and so like it would get glitchy on my end and so i couldn't like shoot at people straight because by the time i shot at them like i had glitched over somewhere and then um the day that the jacku uh dlc came out uh at least once i think it was just once it might have been twice like their servers got so slow that like it just kicked me out and i had to start the game over again yeah Um, i had that that happen to me with jacku but i haven't um I haven't had any other issues with glitching, so that may be a service provider issue on your part. Um, yeah, you would think that the extra money I'm paying <laughs> to Xfinity. They still, they still find a way to dick you over. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we, we I think it was when you and I were playing uh, Fire Squadron, mm-hmm. 
and like which is I, a which I will say is a um uh starfighter mode where you actually pilot either A wings, X wings if you're rebel versus Imperials, you TIE fighter or a TIE advanced. Yes. Very um, fun. Just straight dog fighting. I love it. Uh, um, yeah. So um we were playing one night and my connection got real slow and it like puts a little thing in the corner that says your connection is slow. Gameplay may be degraded. Mm-hmm. And then I start seeing like, like my ship is like jumping. Like, like it's not like not all the frames are coming in and I can't aim at stuff. But you know what I was thinking? Speaking of fighter squadron, what would be a really fun expansion for that is to do a battle in space. Yes. I think they should have a battle in space with, those ships, maybe maybe some other ships like the Tide Defender or something like that, or I don't know, but it, that would be a lot of fun. It would be. So, um, yeah, I I really like it. Uh, the there's Fire Squadron that's a really great way to to have a lot of fun and build up points and rank up pretty quick. Then the multiplayer stuff, I'm enjoying a lot more than I thought I would. Um, and I think I, it's just it's just fun to for them to let you like become part of those characters. We talked about yeah. the heroes and villains you can play, which is so awesome. I mean, you you are have a considerable advantage playing those characters for the, the every little bit of time that you play them before you get killed. Yeah, I usually um, die pretty quick. But it's so fun to be like wield the lightsaber as Luke and uh you know, or have the electricity as Emperor. Um yeah. and in same same uh, vein uh with that is uh, Fire Squadron, you pi- you could get a power up to pilot Millennium Falcon or Slave 1. So, I mean, that, it's Falcon's just a lot of fun. It's so fun to like be in this match as someone who's like pretty much like a God among men in terms of your vehicle. Anyway, not your skill level, mm-hmm. uh, specifically talking about you. Um, so it's just it's fun to uh, it's fun to jump into that world and do that. I don't think it's there's ever been an opportunity with this franchise, not on these next generation consoles and even the last right. generation to really get into that. Xbox had a, had kind of a cool uh, The Force Unleashed. I don't know if you ever heard of those. They were not. kind of they were kind of fun games. It was like it was a take on um, you were Darth Vader's apprentice mm-hmm. uh, and you kind of like jumped out on your own. So you had like force powers and lightsaber, and so it was a kind of fun, fully actualized, separate story uh, within that Star Wars universe as one character. Um, that they told, but I think this is this is unique because it's they're not really adding any new new content in terms of story, which I think is smart. They're just saying this is the world you love. Come be a part of it. Yeah, and and speaking of that, they're trying to make it. I mean, it can only be so canonical, but they're trying to make it fit in with that universe. For instance, um, I heard a a thing with one of the developers where they were talking about the new Jakku stuff and the the Jakku battle is uh happens after return of the jedi but 30 years before force awakens and they said that because of that on on that battlefield you you can't be a hero because none of those people those people were all either elsewhere or disappeared or they were dead Mm -hmm. so you can't be a hero on that map i was like well that makes sense because it would be pretty weird for you to be the emperor on that map when the emperor had died so have you have you played? I like that. I like that touch. Have you played that map? I've played Walker Assault on that map, and I have played the uh, the new. What is the new one called? Turning Turning Point. Turning Point. I've played Turning Point a few times. I did Fighter Squadron on it once. Yeah, it was fun. Okay, it was a good time. I haven't played uh, Fighter Squadron in a while. 
Yeah, it's a, it was it was a good time. So I, I like the new map. I like the fresh thing. I do Walker Assault. I think above all is my favorite. Um, I love Walker Assault. I just love I just love either being with the Walkers or against them and having that. I don't know. I just think it's fun. Well, and my and only to be the problem. Heroes. My only problem with Walker Assault is it seems I am disproportionately getting the the desert one with the Jawas. Mm. I get that map like eight times out of ten, and I'm getting sick and tired of that map. I'd rather be on Indoor or Hoth. My only problem, and that's that's a well-founded point, uh, my only problem with Walker Assault is that by the end of Walker Assault, if you die... You're like all the way the other end of the level, and it takes you an hour to get back. It's just, yeah, it's just a long, especially if you're trek. in the Empire, right? It's a long trek to get to back yeah. to where the the walker is going to the other end of the level. So, um, it, especially in like Endor or Hoth's oh, not so bad. Endor is a bad one for that. Endor is a bad one for that. Um, yeah, you ba- you basically got to walk the whole length of the map unless you get spawned up a lot closer. Mm-hmm. So, and I have noticed a couple of times, uh, I haven't played in a few, in a couple of days, but last time I played, I got spawned like near people, like mm. way too close to bad guys. Yeah. And I just spawned and got killed immediately. And I was like, well, some, you, oh. some, some people will get smart and these, they'll actually like, they hunt down the spawn spots. Well, yeah. They'll go back behind you. And so you, you spawn and then they're killing you because they're behind the spawn spots. That's, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah. That's cheating. I have gotten, I have gotten pretty good with the, uh, the T 21 B long range yeah. blaster. That's the, that's a huge uh, weapon. You yeah. Can, that's a bit, a big gun. And it's a big, I've got, it's a big one. I've, I've gotten good with the pulse cannon, bro. Really? I'm yeah. not, I haven't, I haven't really jumped on board with the pulse cannon. Yeah, you like it, huh? I, I like, I like getting way away in sniping. Okay, I'll have, to, I'll have to try it out. Uh, I'm a fan of the jump pack and the, and the homing shot. Oh, the homing shot is good. I also really like the the exploding shots. Exploding shots are good. The only thing I, I get annoyed with with like those explosive shots, or I, I'm using the personal shield now. Oh, um, I need to get that. I need is to that you only have that. like when you first buy it, you get like 25 to use, I guess, or whatever. But then after you run out, you have to get the charges on the battlefield, so it's annoying. Or you can pay for them. Oh, I didn't know that. You can pay. I think it's like seventeen hundred and recharge them. Oh, well, that's good to know. I have to do that because I don't like finding one on the battlefield it takes too long. Uh, so Battlefront's a fun game if you like it. Just yes. get to know up front that you're gonna be, you know, kind of if you're going in, you got to go all in and kind of get that extra content because it's kind of stupid. There is one thing the I, I want to say. I want to say two things. Two pro tips. Two okay. pro tips. Um, <laughs> hot, hot take. Hot takes. <laughs> uh, pro tip number one: When you first start Battlefront. Play a lot of Fighter Squadron because it's the much easier way to rank up quickly, especially if you're like me and don't have a whole lot of first-person shooter experience since Wolfenstein. Well, be, well, I think especially because they don't, like, rank associate the matches. No, you're just so thrown in with a bunch of people. You're in with everyone, and it makes it very difficult before, like, rank 15 yeah. to really have fun at multiplayer. Once you get um, up about 13 or 15, you can start having fun. But until then, you feel like you just die all the time. And I still die a lot. And I was watching a video of some guys who were really good, and they were like like upper 20s ranked. And they were dying a lot too, so I didn't feel so bad. They were killing a lot more people than I tend to, but they were dying just as much. So Yeah, I mean, you um, got to get into the fire. You're, you know, you're going to get burned a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so pro tip one is play a lot of fighter squadron at the beginning. Pro tip number two is what I can't remember. What is pro tip number two? Wow. Super pro tip there. Uh, 
All right. That's awesome. Uh, oh, I remember what it is. Okay. If you can, get yourself a party of like-minded individuals such as uh, Mr. Fish and Glenn who owns property in er, – Glenn, Jesus Christ. I'm very tired. Chris who owns property in Glen Allen. Uh, <laughs> friend, of, friend of the show, Chris. Friend property of the show, Chris, owner, whose property name owner, Property owner of Glen Allen, uh, soon-to-be visitor of the happiest place on earth. He is very soon-to-be visitor of the happiest place on earth. And uh, and I think my brother's getting Battlefront, so maybe we can maybe we can invite him to the party when he's on. Um, but you get yourself a party, and then when one person joins, it pops up for everybody. Hey, you're, this dude just joined a, joined a game. Do you want to join with him? Yes, I do. And the whole party joins the game, and you get to play as teammates. That is helpful. It's um, a lot of fun to kind of coordinate stuff because that's the one thing I think is challenging. Is everyone's just kind of like you hope that the team you're on is kind of like all in on. Hey, we need to like. Turn on that, activate that, you know, yeah. signal or Especially whatever. Especially in, in Supremacy, it's not as important because it's basically just kill as many people as you can kill. But in Walker Assault and Turning Point, you got to have some kind of coordination to to accomplish the goals. Right. So. Okay. Well, we've talked long enough about this game that probably no one's played that's listening. Have we? So, uh... Battlefront's a great game. You should get it. We're going to continue to play it, and get we might continue your to talk. Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, just get it so that you ha- you know what we're talking about. So get that's it for why, your Super Famicom. That's why you should get it. Oh. For your Neo Geo. <laughs> for your Sega Saturn. Wow. Sega CD. For your Atari Jaguar. Wow. I can do this all night for your Sega, Sega Dream- Dreamcast. Sega Dreamcast. The GameCube. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about let's let's entertain ourselves with. Let's some, talk about some. T- let's talk about TV. Yeah, let's talk about TV. Let's talk about Jessica Jones for a little bit. My goodness, Jessica Jones. Have you finished Jessica Jones? I finished it two nights oh. ago, and I'm so upset. I actually don't think I'm going to watch it again. Are we going to spoil this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> probably not. Okay, we probably shouldn't spoil it. We'll no. probably we probably should wait a little bit to spoil it. We should um, say. Jessica Jones is a is television show that's mm, on Netflix. And a telenovela. A telenovela. It is a, a <laughs> telenovela of the comic book variety. On Netflix. On Netflix. All and episodes available. It's the same universe as Daredevil and the Avengers. Yes. So all in there. She's in New York. Jessica Jones, played by the lovely, very talented, incomparable Kristen Ritter. She's very, very good. The show is amazing. The show yes. is uh, Melissa. I think it's Melissa Rosenberg is the showrunner, and yeah, she I just saw a thing with her where she said when she started on work on it, her only choice was Kristen Ritter. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a world that you never, not even a world that you never see, but just casting of characters. I mean, it's a very much female driven story. I mean, it, it really is, yes, and, and so you see these stereotypes that predominantly are played by male characters like Carrie Ann Moss, who's the, the this like hard ass lawyer, mm-hmm. female who's She's a bitch. Who's a lesbian, like hooking up with her secretary and married so I mean it's female, female, female. I don't know that woman that plays her secretary, mm. but I need to see her in more things. It's really the men in this story that are kinda like crazy and mm-hmm. or unable to like do simple shit. I mean, like in the big, you know, that first episode where the the parents are coming to ask for help, 
because their daughter is lost. Mm-hmm. You know, the father's like, oh, I'll, well, you know, they're like, the women are talking, the mom's talking to Jessica because Jessica Jones is a private investigator. Um, she's a, so I guess we should back up. She's a superhero mm-hmm. who's now, who's done with her superhero career for reasons you'll kind of discover or figure out. Formerly um, known as Jewel. Formerly known as Jewel, Jessica, you know, JK, AKA Jessica Jones. Uh, and now she's a <coughs> private investigator. And so, but still has superpowers. Um, <clears throat> so this girl goes missing, the parents come. And, and so it's just funny because the mom's talking to Jessica and the dad's like, oh, I can fix this door. Da, da, da. Like, it's just, it's you usually see the reverse, right? So it's like this, you know, these superhero men and, and the women kind of like secondary to it. But now you see so many of these women in these strong roles and the men are the kind of the crazy ones or the, the dumb ones or the ones that are kind of like towing behind them. Um, I there mean, isn't there isn't a there isn't a woman that's always being able to be bound in these other comic book shows. Like it's usually some comic book, some superhero guy that's then the woman's kind of bouncing that off of him, like Black yeah. Widow to to Iron Man or whatever. Um, I mean, it, it it feels like you know a few years ago this would have been very controversial to do a show like this, but it seems so you know. just normal now and they they do the show so well that you know you don't feel like they're trying to subvert gender roles or anything they're just they just want to make a really good show right and well it's i think it's time to subvert gender roles i think that that's one of the one of the things apart from the amazing story the incredible universe that they craft and create over the course of these 13 episodes the unbelievable casting and acting job that they mm-hmm. get from these characters and, and from these actors. But the fact that they are really sub are subverting these roles. Yeah. I think, I think it's time for that. I think it, in, this is the, this is something that is, has been wanted and needed for a while. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love the show so much outside of all these other things is I that it's so thing, different from anything else that's on. We always talk about that, right? There's just so much content out there. There's so many true. things to you to watch and see and that, that require your time. And so even like very good shows sometimes get passed by because you're like, oh, I'll watch it a couple years on Netflix. Like I don't have time for that. Right. But this is something that's so different than anything that's out there, even in the comic book world. And it's like, wow, it just like screams to the I front. Think- I think the thing the thing that to me that that I really like about it is yes they are it's it's a it's a female focused show it's it is you know non traditional gender roles from lots, a certain lots point of, of view. sex lots of sex there is lots of sex but the thing about it is it's not it's not apologetic for that at all it just yeah. does it and tells its story and it does it really really well don't watch it with your kids no do you do not watch this show with your kids do not um, but it's it's you know, regardless of, you know, the, the implications of it. And, and it, it is, like you said, it's, it's progressive in a certain way and it's, it's necessary, um, socially to have shows like this, but even, you know, given that it's just a damn good show. And I think people will kind of maybe be turned away by it Cause they think it's like another superhero show, but it's really the superhero aspect of it is so secondary yeah, at least well, in term at least in terms of Jessica, it's almost like she does stuff. She uses some of her powers like when she has to, but not because she can't like to to use them. And she's not she's not her personality isn't 
isn't really defined by her powers. Like mm-hmm. she, she was this kind of person. She's this kind of person because of her experiences and her upbringing and everything. Right. But she's not like, she's, you know, she's not Superman, you know, and, and we'll get to that. Yeah. But um, the other thing about it is, you know, uh, the show like this, the other thing it does is something that's really, really good and not super reliant on crazy mutants or superpowers or something like that. It sucks people who aren't traditional comic book fans into this kind of show. Mm-hmm. And like your wife, uh, like my wife, I, I started watching it. I watched the first episode and I was like, look, you need to watch to just watch one, the first episode with me. And if you don't like it, I'll never make you watch it again. But I think you should watch it that first night. I think we watched either two or three episodes together. And she ended up mainlining it after that. And I think I'm going to get her to watch Daredevil next. Ooh, yeah. Why not? So because I was like, you know how you like that this was just a really good show and it wasn't relying on crazy powers and and weird, strange things. You need to watch Daredevil because it's the same thing. So uh, it's just it's just really well done. And I think it's going to bring a lot of people into this comic book world that wouldn't necessarily be attracted to it. I like it. It's going to, and you're going to have a new, um, you know, you'll have, is this will continue. This world will continue with the Luke Cage series. Yep. Who's another amazing character on this show. He's um, a really good character. Yes. And then it'll, it'll culminate in, uh, the, the defenders. I like, I like Luke Cage as a character because he, he has these, I mean, in, in a lot of ways, similar to her, he has these powers. Um, but he's a, a person and he's, you know, a, you know, more than just his powers. He's, he's an actual character. Well, and he doesn't really want those powers. No, like, I think that, that makes him a lot more interesting that he's like, they're kind of a burden to him sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, you can't do her- when he you has can't, to go to the hospital or he wants to do heroin. Like, or he wants just, to do heroin. Yeah. Uh, so I wholeheartedly, uh, endorse Jessica Jones as I'm sure you do. So ear pod, two thumbs up. Uh, yes. Two, Large earcon pod thumbs right up. Watch Jessica Jones. 13 episodes all available now on Do Netflix. It. It's very, very, very good. It is really, really good. I liked Daredevil. I would yes. say I love Daredevil. Yes. I think this is even better. Took me now I had a now I had a kid in the process, but or my wife had the kid in the process, but it took me like a good two months to watch and finish Daredevil. Oh yeah. It took me a week to watch um, this. Yeah, it took me like a week to watch this. It was just I just wanted to know. I mean, and a lot of it had to do with David fucking Tennant. Oh, he was um, so good. Unbelievable. And I really, and I didn't know a lot about him. I hadn't, I'm not a Doctor Who guy. Uh, we got to get you watching Doctor Who. We got to um, get you watching it's just, uh, Broadchurch, feel, bro. Doctor Who, for me, it's just too, like, it's just been on too long. It's kind of like, remember I was, like, watching Supernatural, I, like, really like Supernatural. Yeah. And it was on the CW. That's true. And it's a really good show. And I started watching like three or four seasons and I was like four, I was maybe like into season four or five. But then it's like, ugh, there are hour long episodes and mm-hmm. they're in like season 11 now currently. And I'm like, God, I'm just not going to stay with the it for like another seven realize, seasons. Yeah. The thing you have to realize about Doctor Who is never forget that it is first and foremost a kid's show. It's okay. not it's not written for or geared towards adults. That's why the plots are so silly sometimes and there are really? some scary moments sometimes. Really? But it's a kids they, show. It's a kids show. Yeah. Interesting. It's written for kids. It always has been, yeah. Um, Cuz I read that it was like David Tennant's dream to be Doctor Who. Like that's why he wanted to be an actor. His father-in-law was a previous doctor. 
Really? Yes, he married the daughter of one of the other doctors. Well, that, that's a good way to ensure that you may one day be a doctor. Yeah, it's like it's like a legacy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like put on the resume. Father-in-law yeah. was a Doctor Who. Ah, I guess we have to do. To yeah, say. exactly. Um, um, but he was a good guy. So he's a good guy in that. In, in Doctor Who, yes. Um, you not also, a, not you, a good guy in Jessica Jones. He's not a good guy in Jessica Jones. You need to watch, and not just you. Everybody needs to watch. See, both seasons of Broadchurch are he on in, Netflix. Is he in that? He is in that, and it's it's very good. And both seasons are very, very good. They're a little okay. different, but they're very good. Give me 30 seconds on broad on what Broadchurch is. Kid is killed. David Tennant and uh, a woman from the town are the detectives investigating the murder. Okay, so that's... They and tried her to, son knew the kid. They tried to remake that? Yeah, that was terrible. Don't okay. watch the remake. Watch Broadchurch. Watch Watch Broadchurch on Netflix. Okay, I'm telling you, David Tennant was amazing in this show. He, he was. was so bad and so absolutely did you, evil. Did you notice later on after he has certain things done to him? Um, at at that point when he would <coughs> excuse me when he would get angry and yell at Jessica and his face would go purple. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so cool. I loved yeah, it. There you go, man. It's great. Um, so watch Jessica Jones, please. And yes, thank do you. it. Do yourself a favor. Watch Jessica Jones. Uh, you watched a you watched a movie over the weekend. Ugh. Last weekend, week before that Thanksgiving, was me banging my head into the microphone. You watched the Good Dinosaur. I we took our daughter to see the Good Dinosaur. So we on won't Saturday. we won't we won't uh, talk a lot about this because we still got a couple of big things to do. But just real quick, uh, your and your thoughts on Good Dinosaur? Uh, I'll give you my thoughts very quick. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful movie. The water in this in the river looks uh, looks like they just went out and filmed a river. Mm. The grass looks amazing. The trees look amazing. The sky is it all looks amazing. But then they drop these like cartoonish looking characters into this world. Okay, and it's like wait, that something's not right. It just feels wrong. It's is it. It's, so the part of the story is the meteor doesn't. The meteor Strike. misses, yeah. The meteor so the dinosaurs that, don't go ex- extinct, right? Exactly. And so what you, what ends up happening, and it, it doesn't really spoil anything. What ends up happening is the dinosaurs continue to evolve and get smarter, and they end up farming and talking and being intelligent. And then the humans evolve, and they're still dumb at this point. And they're and so the dinosaurs encounter a human. Who's like a like a little feral dog, human, and okay. So here's the thing: it's it's absolutely a beautiful movie. If you want to see the absolute epitome of computer generated movies, it's it's pretty, it's gorgeous, but it's super predictable. The plot, uh, they hit you over the head with the <laughs> plot right in the first few minutes. The characters are pretty boring, and it just it's just it's just not entertaining. It's just boring. Who are and, the who are like the main actors in it? Um, um, what's her face from Fargo? Frances McDormand's the mom. Mm-hmm. The dad is I can't remember his name. He's a famous dude, but I can't remember his name. Wasn't John Lithgow in it at some point? He was at one point, but then they retooled everything because it wasn't going right, and he ended up getting dropped out of it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just it's just not great. And then okay. then the other problem is. They they basically are asking you to watch this film and care 
and identify more with this dinosaur, this cartoonish looking dinosaur than with the cute human. And that's very hard to ask an audience to do that. Like, I don't really care that much about the dinosaur. It's a dinosaur. <laughs> and this is a human. So I wasn't care even more supposed to be human. alive anyway. Yeah. So like I was like we walked out of that and and my wife and I looked at each other and we were like, yep, that wasn't great. And my daughter was like, y'all are wrong. That was awesome. Like, all right, sweetie. <laughs> I guess it played to its audience. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like every Adam Sandler movie. I'm sure she loves yeah. them. She like, No, I don't let her watch those. So <laughs> She would love them if you did. Kids, yeah. Yeah, especially when Ben Stiller tells the grandma to, for, she can have a warm glass to shut the hell up. Wow. Um, Maybe not she, that one. I'm talking about like, I'm talking about like, uh, like lately Sandler. Sandler, Sandler done lately, like Pixels and oh God, uh, Grown Ups. Oh, the, these are movies that appeal to hit, to that audience. Threw up in my the mouth a little bit. Se- seven to twelve year olds um, love, love Sandler. My daughter loved Good Dinosaur, so sure, take your kids to see it, but take a book. So, so did she specifically say, "Dad, take me to see Good Dinosaur," or was this a di- like a discussion you had together and said, "Oh, that movie's coming out. Would you like to yeah, see it?" Yeah, we saw a trailer for it, and I was like, "You want to go see it?" And she's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Okay, we'll go see it. Let's go Saturday." Is there, with, with there, is there been a scenario where you said, "Would you like to go see this?" and she said, "No." Um, I don't think so. Okay, see that there's. There's your parenting pro tip. <laughs> yeah, don't ask them if if you don't want to go. Do not ask them. <laughs> no, it's not. Do you do you want to spend yes. a day at the theater with popcorn and yes. drinks and candy? Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> not at home with yes. my farting dog. Yes. <laughs> like where would no ever come into that discussion? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so it's not great. Okay. It's, I saw a review of it. I think it was on Polygon. They basically they said it is the most beautiful Pixar movie ever, but it's also the weakest, and that's about right. Not as good as Inside Out. Not nearly as good as Inside Out. Okay. I mean, it's not terrible. You're not going to come away going, "Oh my god, I can't believe they put that in theaters," but it's just boring. Like, is that? Did you pre, did you walk out of the theater and pre-order that movie? Nope. Uh oh! Did your daughter ask you to pre-order that movie? And she did not, and I didn't offer. Interesting. See, there you go. You are learning in some capacity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every every once in a while, I get one right. <laughs> uh, so we've got a couple of trailers right here on the back end of our show. Yeah, we do. Uh, nothing, nothing too big or too crazy. Um, just uh, the titular Marvel and DC movies of 2016. Yup. Oh, you want to start with Marvel or DC? Uh, hey, I'm I'm easy. Wow, you go, you go with what you want to go with. You and Sunday morning. Yep. Um, let's start with Marvel. Let's do it. Uh, Civil War. Can we talk about first that, that both these? So we've got the Civil War trailer, Captain America: Civil War, so the third Captain America movie, mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll talk about Batman versus Superman. They had a second trailer released. Yes. It's like the time time to go dark. Oh yeah, it's very both dark. franchises. Isn't it interesting that this is the, now they both like in the same time with the movie that movies are going to come out well, within like two months of each other. Batman's always dark, but Superman, yeah. Well, I mean, dark in terms of like characters attacking other characters. Yeah, that's true. They're both like their versions of Civil War. Yeah. So, yeah. Are uh, there other characters in the Batman versus Superman? Uh, universe that are taking sides. I mean, I guess like oh, Wonder yeah. Woman's going to take Superman's side, right? 
All right. Well, let's let's just talk about Batman then, because it's clearly okay. clear you want to talk about that first. Well, I'm just curious. So yeah, so we saw a lot in this Batman versus Superman trailer. Yeah. Oh, I saw one thing that I'm not so sure about. I know. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, so we see we see our first real look at our interactions, non-caped interactions between Superman <laughs> and Batman, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. I mean, you see these two characters. Uh, I just just own their roles as yeah. as you know Ben Affleck as this grizzled old you know representative of Gotham and and um, yeah, Henry Cavill is as just this like do gooder and representing Metropolis and that was a fun little scene yeah with, and then uh, and then you've got Jesse Eisenberg rolling in yeah and this just like, like crazy quirky manic, Lex Luthor yeah. role I like it though it's I different it was a lot of fun it's different it's much different i think it's it's cool to see that contrast to both characters because you can see you can really easily identify with the fact that both those characters really f- like were annoyed by him and are annoyed yeah. continually annoyed by him and kind of like oh my god not this guy and so he's more of the as opposed to like the billionaire tycoon guy he's more of the like mad scientist i guess mm-hmm. guy which i like you know that, that kind of character. I think I think Eisenberg will do that character well. Yes. Um, but yeah, so a lot going on in this. You see the the kind of the more explanation about why Batman's so pissed off and and what Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg's character, is um, so upset about. His his goal is to take down Superman, and so you know he gets Batman unleashed upon Superman, right? So he you know gets these two at each other, and then. Then when they f- they kind of figure out that it's not working that that Batman can't kill Superman, then he he brings up uh, his ace in the hole, ace up his sleeve, as it were. And that I guess as it looks like is General Zod's body. Yeah, uh, I did and, see in and the, Frankensteining him in the IMDb page. It has him listed. Uh, what's his face that plays General Zod? Can't remember his name. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so he plays Doomsday. So he's like friend Frankenstein is this character and that it now kind of gives you more understanding of, well, if it's Batman versus Superman, well, what? Knowing that eventually we're getting a Justice League movie, what is bringing these characters together? Mm -hmm. Clearly, it's it starts with this guy. Uh, And then you see then you see Wonder Woman. So she'll have a role in it. It, You know, also, you will eventually see Aquaman. I don't know if he he's actually has a part in this movie, but he's he's part of the Justice League. Really? Aquaman, really? Um, yeah, it's how you does know, he control whales? You know who pl- you know who plays? He's playing Aquaman. No, who's playing? Is Dothraki? Oh, really? Jason Moma Mama. He turned who, down Drax <clears throat> the Destroyer. Yeah, because he didn't want to be typecast. But he's going to play Aquaman. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, Aquaman. He needs to Aquaman. Fire his agent. Aquaman gives you the opportunity to really like spread your wings and fly like a peacock. He could have been Drax the Destroyer. Hmm. I know. I, I'm glad. I'm glad he wasn't Drax the Destroyer. Well, yeah, oh, me too. Because Bautista nailed it. Uh, so there you go. Um, I just—it's a really interesting storyline. Um, yeah. Where you've got it's this whole—you know—does Superman have to pay for his? You know, the answer for his crimes. Uh, Batman feels like he needs to be the one to do it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, there's there's something that's a lot worse than that. So um, you see a lot of. Interesting new characters, including um, along with Batman, a new Alfred. Oh, 
who you have a little a bit of an issue with. I'm you just, don't, don't like Jeremy Irons? I love Jeremy Irons. Okay, well, that is just. Not... I'll be the I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> I love Jeremy Irons. <laughs> I love him in the Mission. I love him in Die Hard. Uh, Die, Die Hard Three with, with a Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah, I love him in Dead Ringers. Mm. Nobody's seen He's, Dead Ringers. It's true. I have disturbing. not seen. I have not seen Dead Ringers. Oh, what is Dead very Ringers? Disturbing. He plays twin what? brothers who are gynecologists and like lose their mind. Yeah, it's really freaking is that, crazy. Is it a, is it a period piece? <laughs> well, in uh, a certain sense. Oh gosh, it's really. I have really, not heard about this weird I, movie. I think is it Cronenberg? I don't know who made oh, that movie. God, who directed that movie? I can't remember. Anyway, oh, no. it's a crazy movie. But I like Jeremy Irons. He played Scar. He's fine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. he did play Scar. I just don't see – First, I have a hard time picturing him as Alfred. I'm so used to the other guy that played Alfred for years and years and years. He was such like a pussy Alfred though. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm so used to like a, an older – I mean I guess Jerry Ryan's is getting older. Oh, he was in The Man in the Iron Mask too. Older and doughier and I don't know. I, I, I'm sure it will be fine. It just struck me as weird that it was Jeremy Irons. Okay. And Holly Hunter. Yeah, she's, you should definitely see Dead Ringers. Holly Hunter is in there. I like too. Holly Hunter. I like her too. Yeah, she's good. Um, what else? Uh, oh, uh, any, we, any other questions on that trailer that you saw? We did get a glimpse of uh, Amy Adams. We did. She's uh, clearly in this. She Friend has a nice show. little nice little scene with Jesse Eisenberg there. She's so pretty. She is so pretty. Um, yeah, I saw her in the trailer, and I don't remember much else. There you go. So there you go. Uh, Batman vs. Superman trailer, I believe that comes out in March. March of 2016. And we see Gail Gadot as Wonder Woman. We did mention that briefly. thought that that was like the best part of the trailer, in my opinion. Uh, Just really funny when they're like both fighting each other. And then like Doomsday comes to like pretty much kill them. And then Gail Gadot like jumps in and pretty much saves the day for them, at least in that one moment. And he and then Superman's like, "Uh, is she with you? And Batman's like, oh, I thought she was with you. <laughs> I mean, it's just it that's what happens to, when you show up in an invisible plane. They it speaks don't know to who just you're the with. difference in the tone, which I like that they can still kind of have fun with this. Uh, it's something you did not see in the Dark Knight trilogies with the very stoic uh, and emoteless uh, Christian Bale. American so Psycho. At, at least on at least uh, while the cameras were rolling off off camera. No, oh, he had plenty of emotion off camera. Yeah, <laughs> tons. So, so there you go. Watch Batman versus Superman. Do it. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can check that out. Um, but I, I can't believe you haven't seen it already. So you should have. Uh, Marvel, <laughs> Captain America: Civil War. So this is the third installment in the Captain America series, following so Captain had, America: Winter. We had Captain America: The First Avenger, and then Winter Soldier, and then Captain America: Winter Soldier, <clears throat> and now we have Captain America: Civil War. So basically, this is like the the Bucky trilogy. Yeah, as it were, but it's really it's dealing with the events of Winter Soldier, but it's also dealing with the events of the Last Avengers movie. Yes, it is specifically the town that they like completely destroyed, um, and all the destruction that laid in this past. So again, back to that same aspect of who who answers for these crimes right so do these superheroes right. have to answer for this stuff we saw that with uh, batman versus superman so you'll see in civil war a divide a divide and you see more of this uh played out in this trailer when you watch it um of the the civil war teams as it were right so you've got captain mm-hmm. america 
You've got Bucky or the Winter Soldier. You got Hawkeye. You've got Scarlet Witch. I love Hawkeye. You've got Ant Man, and you've got Falcon on one team. Hawkeye is clearly the best of that. And team. these, wow, wow, wow. Uh, I'm just gonna ignore and stupid comments like that and believe that they were Bows never said. Arrows. I mean, it's wow. pretty badass. Yeah, clearly. Uh, was he stuck on an island for five years? No, he's no arrow. <laughs> Does he have mystical tattoos? No, <laughs> no, he sure um, doesn't. So that, so that previous team is like the no, I do not want to like register and have people know who I am because that's kind of the whole impetus is that after these whole events, uh, America and the world want all these superheroes to come out and they want them to know who they are and what their powers are and kind of regulate them. Mm -hmm. So they are on the anti-regulating led by Cap, which kind of makes sense because he's coming from that, you know, World War II mentality. Captain America is a libertarian. Yeah, there you go. He believes in keeping his freedoms close to the vest. Yeah. Uh, so team team register is Iron Man, Black Widow, Vision, War Machine. See, Widow is Widow is basically a communist. So she's right. she's kind of like a big government communist. So she's right. fine with this. So she's all in. She's all yeah. in. Um, and then potentially Black Panther. Although he kind of stays neutral for most of the film, but the the stuff that I'm hearing is that he's leaning toward Iron Man because apparently the reason he's been catapulting into the spotlight for this movie is something some big thing happens outside of just that event at the end of Avengers that catapults this registration act to come to pass. Mm-hmm. And it apparently the Winter Soldier or Bucky is being blamed for it. You see that in the beginning where he's like, I didn't do I, I don't do that anymore. And then Cap's like, well, they're coming for you anyway. Right. So I think something happened to someone near and dear to Black Panther that he thinks Bucky did. So you see that in the trailer where Black Panther and like Winter Soldier are going at it a little bit. Um, so I think he could kind of play in on the Iron Man side a little bit. And maybe Black Panther is being played by James Brown. James Brown is playing Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman, Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson is playing Black Panther. Yes. Jackie Robinson and um, uh, the James Brown movie were both very good movies, and he was very good in them. Get on up, get on up. Yeah, uh, sure. He was also in. He was also in Draft Day. He was very good in Draft Day. I never saw that, but uh, the James Brown movie was very good. I saw that with my dad. There you go. With art, I saw it with art. Nice. We, we quite enjoyed it. Excellent. So, yeah, so a lot going on in this trailer too. Um, you get a lot more information on the teams, and you get a lot more information on what's motivating them. Um, questions on Civil War? Uh, I don't have any questions. Uh, is it North versus South? Yes. Okay. Appomattox Courthouse, did not, did you not see that in the, at the end of the trailer? I saw that at the end of the Ken Burns documentary on Uh, Captain America Civil War. Wow. There you go. So that was Captain America. (laughs) Done and done. Yeah, it looks really good. Watch that trailer. It looks interesting. When does that it, movie come out? I think it comes out in April or May. 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 I think, I think it's around your birthday. May I'm 6th. sure we've talked about it a hundred times. I just don't remember. It's right around your birthday. It's a happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to me. Hey, you sent me a birthday present earlier tonight. No, you sent me a Christmas present. I sent you a Christmas present. Yeah. It was a it was a Flash card from The Flash, the, the show. Flash. It was which, a, is, which is really good right now. It was a picture of Sir Mark Hamill. The Flash that, and Arrow are excellent right now. 
I like him as uh, the prankster, trickster, whatever. Yeah, trickster. He's great. He's great as trickster. The yeah, trickster. He's pretty trickster. good at that. He'll be back. So um, that's I all I him. have. That's all I what, have on the agenda. What was the name of the character you played in Jane Silent Bob? Uh, I don't uh, remember. Like Ball Breaker or something? Mm, I don't remember that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, that's all I got. So you want to run through some picks real quick? Sure. It's an extra long earcom pod bonus episode. Bonus picks. Bonus picks. <laughs> bonus picks. Wow. It is the time for the bonus picks. <laughs> you thought it was before, but it is now. Wow. All right. Oh, so I have a show. You got a show. Tell me about your show. I'm my excited show, about your show. My show is called. Wait a minute. What's it called again? I have to look at it again. Rocket it, show? I just Hulu I literally just I literally just found out about the show like an hour before we recorded. So you haven't actually seen an episode yet? No, I watched uh like a behind the scenes and then I watched the trailer that I sent to you. Um but I literally it was like it had come up on my uh Hulu queue. I was uh exiting out from watching Arrow earlier mm-hmm. and right like I got ready to exit out. And then right before I saw something that said Rocket Jump, and I was like, what is that? And I went back into Hulu. Way to go, Hulu, with your marketing. Well done. I went back into Hulu, and I looked at – I clicked on it, and I was like, what is this? And I went out, clicked on the trailer and played it, and I was like, wow, I like this show. And I haven't <laughs> even seen it. So there you go. It is Boom. a – I guess eight episodes, I think they said. Um, and it just started. They have like two episodes on there. Mm-hmm. Each episode is kind of like a docu – Mentory of making a short uh, of a of one short film. That sounds really cool. Um, and like lower budget, how they do it, everything they do for a different concept. And the first one, I think, what is uh, they're doing a horse, like a western horse, Fast and Furious short film. Oh, that sounds cool. So like instead of cars, it's like horses. So I don't. And so then, and I think the second one's some sort of like lightsaber sci-fi so it's thing. Like- Instead of Fast and Furious, it's like slow and angry. Wow. Fast mm. and Furiosa. <laughs> uh, that would be a good movie. <laughs> I would pay to see that. So I'm intrigued because it's kind of like Project Greenlight without the drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, without without uh, the Effie. Without all the Effie. Um, see, I'm pro Effie. <laughs> you are? You're on Team I'm Effie? I'm pro Effie. I'm Team Effie. 17 feature films? 17 feature films she's worked on. Um, I know that because she told me 17 times. Are you so pro Effie that you boycotted the actual viewing of the film? No, I did watch the film. Oh, you did? Yes. We never talked about this. What did you think? I didn't watch it. It was it was okay. Okay. It was not as funny as I thought it was going to be. But those two guys, the guy from the Mindy Project and Mm -hmm. the, the other guy, they were very funny in it. Did you feel like you got more out of it because you had watched kind of like it throughout the season, like when it was all put together? Yeah, I think if I had just stumbled upon this movie and watched it, I would have been like, what is this? I don't – this isn't great. But knowing how they like did stuff and how much work they went into it and all this stuff, like that Hmm. made it more interesting. Very cool. Yeah. It's not bad. It's on HBO. You can watch it. It's it's Uh, not terrible. The Leisure Class? The Leisure Class, yeah. The two guys, the two British guys in it are are quite funny. There you go. So – the, the uh, plot of it's kind of weird, though. I'm like, I don't understand what the point of this is. But well, the director's kind of weird. So there yeah, you go. the director slash screenwriter <clears throat> slash one of nine writers, right? Slash um, stole so the rocket. Idea. So rocket jump is a cool show. I you know I endorse it to the point that I've seen the trailer and like a behind the scenes featurette. <laughs> that sounds um, like one of my picks. 
But I really, but in defense, I really like the trailer. It looks awesome. So I'm gonna watch it, and you should watch it too if you have Hulu. Yes. Um, I think it's it's cool. So I like that again, something different, right? So I mean, it's just hit me with something different as opposed to the same old shit, and I'll most likely will at least consume a few episodes. Yeah. Especially now that I've done with Jessica Jones, and I'm looking, I'm in a show hole. So. <laughs> I've never had that happen. <laughs> I always have like three things lined up. Well, apparently you've got something else for me lined up, so I've I may I may be fine. Up. I've got three, okay. three count them three picks for you tonight. No, I almost didn't make a pick tonight because I was like, wow, you've got picks for days. Three. I'm holding up my. I'm holding up three fingers to the microphone. You see that? Oh, wow, I'm I do. Holding up three fingers. I've got three picks. I'll go through them real quick. Okay, pick number one. You ready? You sitting down? I know you're sitting down. Uh, it's a Netflix series. It's it's uh, it's a like a murder mystery British uh, crime <laughs> period, show. Period piece. Period. No, it's not a period piece. In that it's a current period piece. Um, it's called River. Stellan Skarsgård plays John Ooh, River. Ooh, tell me more. I love Stellan Skarsgård so much. He plays River, a police detective haunted by his by the not his murder victims, but murder victims whose uh, crimes he couldn't solve or who he couldn't get justice for. Um, I don't want to tell you too much more than that because if I tell you too much more than that, it'll spoil something that you don't want spoiled. Okay. Just go watch the first episode. Okay. And I might watch it tonight. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. The performance it's it's a little understated. Okay. It's, it's not, you know, running, jumping car chases. Slow burn. It, yeah, but it but the characters are really good and the story does move along. It, they just don't need like a lot of action, but the story does move along pretty good. Better, worse, or about the same as Luther? Mm, I knew you were going to ask me that. I would say <laughs> if I had to pick between because you know and, how I feel about Luther. I know how you feel about Luther. If I had to pick between these two, I would okay. say Luther is slightly better. Okay. Uh, I love Idris Elba a lot, and there's it's a little bit more actiony, just a smidge more actiony in Luther. Mm-hmm. But it's this is still a very good show. Okay, very good show. Okay, is now this is a new show. I think it's an yeah. I don't. So think what's I, is it? All episodes available on they're Netflix? They're all up. Yeah, and it's, se- up. it's just season one. Just season one. Okay. They're all up. Um, I think I can't remember how many there are. Six, anyone, eight, ten, something like that. Anyone else of note? Um, trying to think if there's anybody else. Famous. I don't think there's any other like people that so most it's a, Americans. It's a it's a British show. It's a British show about London police detectives, okay. but Stellan okay. Skarsgård is the detective. So and like he doesn't really try to do a whole lot to cover up its accent. So oh, well, there you go. But I think I think in the backstory, I think he's supposed to be like from Sweden or something. Like, like that's how they like justify the fact that he doesn't have a British accent. Uh-huh. So, but it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. I think we're three episodes in uh, okay. because we were watching Jessica Jones. Um, okay. But it's really good. I really enjoy it. So, uh, pick number two. I'm holding up a number two to the microphone. Okay. Uh, it's a game for your intelligent phone, uh, for your iPhone or iPad. And it's called Laura Croft Go. And it's kind of like for the Tomb Raider series, what uh, Hitman Go was for the Hitman stuff, where it's like turn-based puzzles where you're okay. like moving around, 
but it's better because you got to like move other stuff around. You got to sneak up behind snakes and stuff and kill them. And it's really fun. It's beautiful. It's beautifully done. Um, she's a, even with like that little turn-based thing. Jesus she's still pretty Christ. badass. Four ninety-nine with in-app purchases. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, so it's two ninety-nine. At least it was when I bought it. It says four ninety-nine right now. I don't know what that's. That's bullcrap because I got it for two ninety-nine. Warcraft Go four ninety-nine. So okay, maybe it's maybe they changed it. But when I paid for it, it was two ninety-nine. You got in early. You got, got in on the I must ground have got floor. in early. So what the in-app purchases? Buy, buy, a, buy oranges. There's only one in-app purchase which I have not bought, and it basically it gives you walkthroughs of every puzzle, in case you get completely stuck. And I'm not going to pay them five dollars to cheat, so I haven't bought that. Um, but it's a turn-based puzzle. It's got like little levers for moving stuff around and spears for killing stuff. It looks really good. It's a lot of fun to play. After you get into like the third chapter of it, it starts getting pretty difficult. Um, but it's still a lot of fun and I really enjoy it. And you can also get it for your Android telephone and your Windows telephone. You can get wow. it for all three of them. There you go. But it's really Does good. Does not discriminate. And my last pick. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? I know you are. I've got a new favorite pen. What? I've got a new favorite pen. I've got two of them right here in front of me. Is this the the pen from, excuse me, the pen from Florida? The pen from Florida. Yes, these these two pens came to me from San Diego via Florida. From the Sunshine State. From the Sunshine State. They were briefly in the Sunshine State. So you will recall from episode 35 entitled the vanilla unicorn wow that was the name of our why was that the name of our episode <laughs> that was the strip club in in uh Grand oh, Theft Auto. I agree that the vanilla unicorn that was used so you'll recall from that episode that i recommended I the zebra g301 retractable gel pen yes i do as recall. my favorite cheat pen i'm updating that my good friend to the zebra r301 it's wow. no long it's not retractable the r but it's a rollerball pen what? It's How super do you find smooth. out about said pen? Like, what circles are you in that like talks about these pens? Zebra. I was on Jet Pens and found it. Zebra, what is it? Zebra R three hundred one stainless steel rollerball pen. Wow. It's really nice. It comes in blue, comes in black. I've got a black and a black blue or blue black, and I love it. It's super smooth. It's very nice. My only gripe is that the 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 it has it has a cap. It's not retractable, but whatever. Uh, it's a good pen and it's not expensive on Amazon. Three ninety nine. So there you go. Look at that. Yeah, you can get a one pack of the blue for uh, uh looks like I got it up with two ninety nine and then the black one's a little bit more expensive, but you can get Ooh. a two pack that's even cheaper. Point point seven millimeters. Yeah. That's uh, kind of uh, fine. No, that's nice and fat. I like it fat. You think so? No, that's good. That's good. So there's my picks. I got a, a TV show for you to watch, a game for you to play, and a pen for you to write about it with. Wow. What what else? What else would you need? Uh, I can't think of anything else you need. That's all you need. Go watch Drops? Drops for a show? Okay. Well, technically, I have the drops. I just don't know where they are right now. <laughs> Excuses. Like assholes without KY. I think my kid took my iPad in the other room. Wow. I don't know where my iPad is. It's usually right here on the desk. Blame the kid. No, oh, the kid made me go see the good dinosaur. The kid it's all took, her fault. The kid took my iPad. It's all her fault. <laughs> Kids are the worst. Kids are the worst. That's our show, folks. That is all. 
Yep. Until until a new day. Uh, <laughs> we talked about a lot of shit. Yeah, we really did. We talked about a lot of stuff, and we uh, went long, and it was great. But now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Are you going to sing? I R R C O N P O D. I don't know what to say after that. Oh. Aircon Pod. That was beautiful. Aircon Pod. Should I say Donald Duck between? Yeah. Do you have a Donald? Do you have a Donald Duck impression? Mm, no, my dad does. I, I. You do? Your dad does. My you dad don't does. though. No, I don't. What I, do you have an impression of? Uh, I can do Middle East Wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty darn good, man. That's good. I do that one, and I do a little Marvin Martian. Oh, I I like Marvin the Martian. P-32 Space Modulator. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm going to blow it up. It's going to be an earth-shattering kaboom. Your kid is going to love you for that. (laughs) And then your kid's going to hate you for that. Uh, I love Marvin Martian. Marvin the Martian is a classic character. Yeah. Um, that's our show. Wow. Didn't know we were going to go Looney Tunes on you, did you? Had no idea. That's all, folks. 